0: Welcome to the No BS Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan. I'm your host, and as always, I am... So excited to have you here. Um, today, I wanted to chat about the mental load of motherhood. This is a topic that has been kind of hot on social media with the people that I'm connected with and have been following, um, or that are like just coming up to like popularity. This topic specifically is very popular. So, if you're not familiar, the mental load is basically. All of the invisible labor that happens to keep our households and our families like running um, and in our culture in society in American culture it is this load falls primarily on the mother um, it just it just is the way that things are because of how we were raised um, I feel like there was this um, transition that happened you know generations ago women that was their their sole job was to like raise the family take care of the house make sure the husband had what they needed all of those things like that was our role that was our job um, then we transitioned into this phase where, um, you know, women were entering the workforce and they were doing that in, in addition to all of the shit that they were responsible for at home. And the men didn't really like step up to equal out that labor. Um, that was like our parents' generation. So our grandparents' generation was like the, the, um woman stayed home type of situation. Like maybe women were like just starting to enter the workforce. Um, Our parents' generation, I feel like, was when like women were not so much expected to be in the workforce. I feel like a lot of my friends had stay-at-home moms still when I was growing up. Um, But a lot of my friends' parents did both work. Um, So that's the generation that I'm talking about that like Mom worked and took care of all the shit at home and dad didn't really, didn't really step up too much to like equal out that load, right? Um, And then there's our generation who I feel like is really trying to um, like change these roles and norms on a societal level. Um, And maybe this has always been happening, but we haven't always had social media. Um, But I'll share my experience with you about the mental load and I would love for you to share your experience with me as well. So the mental load includes things like, um, all day long you are running around, whether or not you're at work or you're you're a stay-at-home mom. Either one, it doesn't matter. Um, Let's let's just say, for example, you're at home. Everyone's at home. You're at home, your partner's at home, all the kids are at home, and you're like, okay, um, this is what we need for dinner. This is the list of shit that we need to make that thing for dinner. Um, Do I have all of those things, or do I need to go to the grocery store? How many diapers do we have left? Um, Do we have enough formula to get through the week? Does so-and-so have a project, any projects at school that we need supplies for? Um, Is school picture day coming up? Like all of these, all of these things that are happening in the background. Like when was the last time we had our vaccines? Like when was the last time we had our well visits? Like all of that stuff that we tend to worry about as moms. Um, In a lot of cases, not all cases, but in a lot of cases, Dad is not having these same like inner dialogue conversations. He's if he's watching TV, he's literally just watching TV. If he's worried about something, he might be worried about you know a bill that is coming up that needs to get paid, or um, you know, if there's something else that's like big and glaring that like everyone is worried about, he might be worried about that thing too. Um, but for the most part, all of these like little teeny tiny details um, is, is what contributes to what we call the maternal mental load. Or just the mental load. And, and I say mental load because now we're trying harder to like even it out and spread it out and, and have it so that our partners are more aware of all of the shit that we carry that they simply just do not worry about Um, and so that they can start to take on some of this mental load for themselves. Because what I'm seeing from some of these like quote unquote experts, I don't know like if, you know, how many of them have like actual credentials, um, in like human behavior and psychology and those types of things. Um, but what I think is really interesting is this conversation about like, well, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like... Yes, thank you, that's helpful. I do need help. Thank you for recognizing that. And you just gave me another fucking thing to do. You just added to my to-do list because now I have to go around and take inventory of all the shit that needs to be done. I need to then decide which ones I want to do and which ones I can trust you to do. And I say it that way because, um, A lot of us who have been doing certain things for a certain amount of time want them done a certain way, right? And we know that if we ask our partners to unload the dishwasher, for example, that you're not gonna be able to to find your serving spoon for the next however many weeks, right? Like, so it's like one of those things where like, I can ask for help, but in doing that, I might be making my life harder In the long run, because if I can't find this fucking serving spoon to use at dinner tonight, that's gonna get on my nerves, right? So it's kind of like this catch-22 where you're overwhelmed, you're overburdened, you're stressed out, you do need help, but like you've gotten to a point that you can't even ask for help because your partner is so far removed from what's happening in the household that they need, like, not only do they need a list of shit that they can do, but they need like training. They need you to like explicitly show them how to do these things so that your house can continue running in a specific way. And if you if you work in corporate or just like any other job and you've ever trained someone to do a job, um, you have felt this like burden of like, it's going to take me 10 times longer to show them how to do this thing than it would just for me to do it. Like, yes, that's true. But now, from now on, this person can do this thing, and you have all of this time to do, you know, your primary job, right? So, that's the space where I feel like we're trying to get to as a generation. Like, I feel like the men are more willing to step up now than maybe they have been in prior generations. I feel like women are way more vocal about what's actually happening like the fact that we have been expected to go to work and work to the same level of our male peers um while we have the burden of all of this extra stuff that we have to do at home that our male peers do not is fucking bullshit right so not only am i working twice as hard At work to make the same amount of money to do the same exact job Um, I'm also working twice as hard at home as my husband who probably makes more money than I do anyway like that's annoying and it's not fair and it is something that does have to be changed on a societal level to make any kind of big impact and I feel like for a long time women that complained about this kind of stuff um, were seen as like nagging wives or um, they were ungrateful because their husbands did help like if if a husband offered or a father offered like any kind of help at all they were like praised Um, I went through this with Drew oh my god when Drew and I first um, you know had Timmy I won't say when we first got together but when we first had Timmy and were deciding that like I needed to go get like a big girl job, um, I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to get a big girl job. My mom was a stay-at-home mom growing up. I did not want to put my kids in daycare. That is not the life that I wanted to live. And we needed to provide for our family. We did have a certain lifestyle that we wanted to live and we knew that it was going to be way harder to get there on one income than it would be on two. Um, and so while we were having all these conversations, I was like, listen, I am not going to get up in the middle of the night and change all the diapers and do all the feedings and do all of these things and go to work. Like, You have to help me at home if you're going to expect me to go to work and you know, a lot of people gave me shit for that. A lot of people gave me shit for that and to this day like when we're done eating dinner, Drew will get up and like do the dishes. Like I don't ask him to do the dishes, and I don't even offer to help. Like I cook the food, we all eat the food, and Drew does the dishes. Like that is how it has always been for the damn near 20 years that we've been together. And people still, when they come over, they're like, oh my God, he does dishes? I'm like, fuck yes, he does dishes. It's the least he can do. I spent an hour cooking dinner. He can do some dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like, or when the kids were little, whew, when the kids were little and we would be at a party and I would say like, can you change so-and-so's diaper? People would be like, oh my God, he changes diapers? Like, first of all, yes, he does because he's their parent. And second of all, I'm already annoyed that I had to ask him to do it. Like he has a nose. He knows they shit themselves. That's annoying. Why is he getting praised for being super dad and I'm being looked at like, why didn't you just change the diaper? You're their mom. <laughs> like you can tell this is like this goes this goes deep for me. Um, so if if you are listening to this and you're like just hearing these things for the first time, I really encourage you to like take a look around and this 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 can be a very like touchy subject for a lot of marriages and a lot of households. and I know this because I've been there. So if you have like any kind of like communication challenge where you tend to not like understand each other or like really hear each other, um, I would not recommend that you approach this topic without some kind of expert help. Because what can happen really easily is you get into this like tit for tat, like um, who works harder type of conversation um, and that's simply not productive. That's not gonna lead anywhere productive. All that gets you is more frustration, more resentment, um, you know, more of the things that, that we don't want, right? Um, to get to a place from where you are now to like a place of like truly equal like sharing of this mental load and household and childbearing responsibilities um, takes a lot of time and a lot of work and in a lot of cases some expert help because like I said this this might be a huge transition for you um this might be something that takes you you know, a couple years to get to. Um, so please don't listen to this and think like, oh, like that sounds good, she makes some good points. I'm gonna go have this conversation tonight after dinner and we're gonna solve this problem today. Like, absolutely not. I wanna be very, very clear in this expectation that like, if you are now recognizing that this is something that you would like to work on, I don't even wanna call it a problem in your house because I think that um, even by naming it a problem can, can sometimes create conflict where conflict doesn't need to exist, right? Um, but I do think that if you are recognizing that this is something that you struggle with, that your partner either doesn't see or sees but doesn't understand because they are a helpful partner, and they do want to help you and they ask you like what you need help with all the time um, and they're just not seeing that like, like yes that's helpful and yes I appreciate the gesture and the effort, um, but I need you to take a more active role in what's happening around here. Um, some, things, some things that we have done over the years is like we have departments, right? Like. Food and grocery shopping and all that kind of stuff is my department. Sometimes Drew does go to like Walmart and does like the bulk, like snacks and paper towels and laundry detergent and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I guess we could say that like that is not my department. I don't keep inventory on like dish soap and um laundry detergent and dishwasher detergent and all that kind of shit that can be that can. That we can go get like at Walmart or whatever. Um, Drew does take care of those things. I take care of the more minutia, like what are we having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Um, what do we have happening all week long? Like what's realistic? What's a realistic menu? All of those types of things. That's what I grocery shop for. Um, I do not do sports. Like. Sports are Drew's primary responsibility. I help, I help if there's like a gap where like two kids need to be somewhere or um, at the same time, or um, even if it's just one kid but Drew has like work or whatever, some other commitment, like I will step in, obviously. Um, I try to go to as many of the games and the like actual events as I can, but the weekly like running around, I don't fucking do that unless I need to. Um, I don't book any of the hotels that we have to stay in like I am very hands-off when it comes to that Um, and that's an agreement that we made because I didn't want to do all of the like high commitment type of sports and Drew did so I was like well then you can manage it and that's how that's how it's worked for us and that's how like I'm more easily able to um, not feel like resentment for having to do all of this fucking running around, right? Because I don't have to do the running around. I mean, I do to a certain extent, but I'm not running by myself for hours every day to do all of these things. No, no, no. I would say it's like 75-25. Drew does 75% of the weekly running around, and I do the other 25%. Um, what are some other things that we do? I don't know. I can't even think of any more off the top of my head, but like those are two pretty significant areas, right? And 15 years ago, that was not the case. 20 years ago, that was certainly not the case. Even five years ago, this really wasn't even the case, right? Like this has been something that we have been working on our entire relationship. And I like just in the last couple of years, I feel like we're to a place where we are like pretty even. Like, sometimes I do get a little bit frustrated because I do feel like I worry about more. Oh, dentist appointments that's the other thing. I don't do dentist appointments, period. Drew does them all. I don't even know when someone has a dentist appointment coming up. <laughs> he doesn't consider my schedule when scheduling the appointments, he only looks at his calendar. Like. I don't even, I do not even participate. I barely even know the name of the dentist that they go to, right? And some of you might be listening to this and thinking like, oh my God, what? Like, I hope that this isn't true, but like some people could listen to this and be like, what a bad mom. What, what kind of mom doesn't like take her kids to all of their appointments? what kind of mom isn't happy to run around all week long to all of these places because it's just, it's such a short season. In life like what kind of mom right it's easy for people to jump to that kind of conclusion but if dad if dad or the non-primary parent decides that they're gonna work until 8 o'clock at night every single day and never ever once take a kid to any kind of practice that's totally fine no one gives a shit no one bats an eye no one cares no one ever thinks what kind of dad And that is where the like I will define it as a problem on a societal level because it's fucking bullshit. But in your house, in your marriage, if this is something that you are struggling with, I'm still not gonna call it a problem, if this is something that you are struggling with, um, I encourage you to seek professional help. Like if you feel like your your relationship is, is in a spot where you can handle a conversation like this, then by all means, have that kind of conversation and see what you two can work out on your own. But if you can see where um, you're getting into this tit for tat, like I do these things that you don't worry about, like you don't worry about the lawn and you don't worry about the cars and you don't worry about you know, all of these other things that I worry about, um, again, I'm gonna warn you, that's not productive. Um, and what I don't want to happen is I don't want to bring this to your attention for you to recognize that this is something that you do struggle with and something that you would like help with and then meet that resistance when you bring it to your partner and then just never have the conversation again and continue on as is because resentment if it hasn't already started to build it will continue to build from here and um i don't know i just i think that like once your eyes have been opened to this kind of thing you can't unsee it um so yeah so that's my advice to you. My advice, number one, is to not expect an overnight change, um, to not expect this to be an easy thing to like, manipulate and navigate and figure out what works for you. Like, There's gonna be some trial and error, there's gonna be some frustration, that's just the way it is. Um, and number three, if at all possible, try and bring in some sort of um, expert to help facilitate the conversation, like a marriage counselor, um, or even if you have like, no, no, never mind. I was gonna say, if you have a friend that, like, no, still no, stick to an expert. <laughs> stick to an expert, have this conversation with them. Um, and I think that over time, even if it's not perfect, even as you're like working out all the kinks, you both will have a new appreciation for each other and your sense of like, teamwork will be so much stronger, right? So when we talk about like, it's, oh, it's you and your partner against the problem, not you and your partner against each other, like I feel like when you're sharing the mental load more evenly, um, you have more of that sense of like, it's me and you babe against this thing, instead of like looking at your partner with disgust, like I, I cannot believe, like can you even imagine being able to, like, I don't know, my husband goes and plays basketball on Sundays. Can you even imagine being able to go play basketball on Sunday? Well, yeah, I can. Because if I wanted to go play basketball on Sundays, I would just go do that, and he would pick up whatever slack was, like, not getting done at him, right? Like, we do have, we do have that kind of balance, and I think that it is so important and so necessary. Um, so that's the mental load in a nutshell. Let me know if this is a topic that you're interested in. This is something that I am so interested in. Um, like I said, I've gone down a couple rabbit holes on social media and I just think that it is so, so interesting, especially to see like what people are saying about it on both sides, both partners, right? I'm interested to see how people are handling it. I'm interested to see um, like what people are doing within their own households, but then on a more broad level, like in society, like what are workplaces doing about this? What are politicians doing about this? Like what what is happening around us that um, is either helping or hurting this kind of situation? Like it is a societal issue um, that I think You know, it starts at home, but then I think that as we start to share these burdens, um, you know, it becomes a lot less about moms needing support and a lot more about families needing support um, on a societal level. And I'm just really interested to see like where this shift kind of takes us. Um, We can already see it in like more companies starting to offer things like paternity leave Right, um, so I'm real curious to see like what other shifts can happen on a societal level that can help with this sort of like family issue. Um, so anyway, that's the conversation for today. I hope that you found it helpful. Again, um, if you are feeling like you're struggling with this and you are meeting resistance when you're you know chatting with your partner about this. Um, bring in an expert and you know i can can give you all kinds of other tips like don't accuse them of you know being lazy or not wanting to participate or like if you accuse someone of anything that's an automatic like wall that's an automatic hurdle that you now have to get over that's an automatic like i go into shutdown when people start accusing me of doing or not doing certain things right so like keep all of that in mind Um, If you do decide to have this conversation on your own. So that's all I have for you today. Until next time. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit, you guys. I got to go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.